Hello and welcome everybody to this Xbox Life episode 354, Halo, T Halo TV. Excuse me. I am Brian BJ Swig33. Along with me are the two other wonderful hosts of the show. We have in the middle, Mark. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> also known as Wingman79. And uh, below him is Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. Hello, hello. And uh, we have a pretty sizable show, I think, as far as topics are concerned. So that let's is, get going. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Mark, welcome back. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> nice background. Oh, why? Thank you. <laughs> you need to you need to like close the TXL window so everyone can see it. Well, to do back that. Uh, I have to like uncheck the all of the windows here. Hold on, I'll, I'll get there. Uh, I think one more. There we go. Why you do that? Or <laughs> delay here for me to see it. This was um, thrown up in our Facebook group. This was done by Sean. They call me Imes. Uh -huh. He did this. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah, using the the website, I've seen them. I've seen a lot of them everywhere. And and for the people that are listening to the show and not watching us on Twitch, we are on Twitch, by the way, uh, every Wednesday at 10 p.m. And then uh, we we take that audio and put it out to as an MP3. It is one of the straight out of you know, straight out of Compton. Yeah, like straight out of Compton type things, but it's straight out of this Xbox Life, and it is Mark firing his. Uh, I believe that is a Springfield XD. Yeah, so here, you know, it's, here's even funnier, and I just realized it. So before the show started, I told Rob and Braun, stop talking about the stuff in the Twitch. <laughs> Our audio listeners don't get it. So as soon as we start, I see that. And I'm like, hey, look at the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the background. That's cool. So I did exactly what I told those guys to stop doing. Nice. Yeah. Well, and I also mentioned you're, you're in the middle, and, and Rob's on the bottom of the screen, and so we, I, I, I failed miserably right off the bat, but we'll, 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 we'll get to that. out of the box. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah. So, all right. Welcome back, Mark. And yes, you are, you are the background today for the people that are watching. So, <laughs> um, but before, uh, we get to our topics and everything, let's hit what we've been playing, uh, and Rob, as I said last week, you did not disappoint me. Tell everybody what you played. I've been playing one of my most absolute favoritist games of all time on the Xbox, and that was Shadow Complex. And I played it on my Xbox One courtesy of backwards compatibility. I got a little Christmas present in, what month is this? August. Christmas present in August, and it was amazing. So, uh, uh, just like uh, was mentioned last last week, yeah, last week, uh, Shadow Complex uh, came online with uh, backwards compatibility, and if you haven't played this game, definitely give it a shot. I can't imagine it being very expensive. It's got to be just a few bucks. Twenty, but twenty four ninety nine. Really? I'm just kidding. Oh, because <laughs> I think it was like twenty when it came out. Actually, I'll I'll check it in a right. in a minute here. Back up now because of backwards compatibility. Yeah, Thanks. if they were smart, you'd have bought it a month ago. It'd have been probably half price. <laughs> yeah, it was. It would have been like four dollars. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it plays really well, 
And uh, it's just a fantastic game. I actually started it from scratch. I'm about halfway through it now, I think. Invested uh, you know, a fair amount of time in it. And even though I'm not collecting any achievements or anything like that, <laughs> it's still fun. It's uh, it's an amazing game for a game that is now what probably six years old. Oh, it's older than that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They probably so, oh yeah, because probably came out. Well, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. It probably came out in what 2009. I'll have to look it up. Like yeah, that. yeah, it was around 2009 to 2010, something like that. But uh, if you're not familiar with this game, it's a game that came out on the 360. Uh, a number of years back, it's a uh, it's a, it's kind of like a platform game where you where you're playing kind of like a spy or a commando guy or something like that, and uh, uh, you know you're taking out the bad guy. It's got a little bit of humor in it uh, and just a lot of really cool gameplay. There actually, the game sort of in a small way reminded me of Ori in the Blind Forest, or actually it'd be the other way around. Ori reminds me of Shadow Complex when I was playing it. I'm like, yeah, there's some similarities. You know, initially you can't uh, go in the water for very long because Ori drowns, as does the guy from Shadow Complex. But then eventually you get the ability to go underwater and you improve your shooting and you're able to get to areas where you couldn't. So there's, uh, there's quite a few similarities between the two games. Although Shadow Complex is way, way, way easier than Ori. But uh, I can also say if you like Ori, you'll probably like Shadow Complex as well. So it's a game that I think stood the test of time. It's still pretty decent uh, six years later or whatever it is. And I'm now ready for Shadow Complex too. It came out August 19th, 2009. Yeah, almost exactly six years. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. That's next, next week is the 19th, so... So uh, definitely worth. How, how, does it? Did you uh, see the price on it? Oh no, I looked. I it, saw it it's on not the in the store. So. Oh okay. But uh, here, I'll, I'll put it. Uh, I'll pull it up on uh, Xbox Live cool. or uh, Xbox site. All right. But uh, that's about it for me. Oh, and uh, I did get in on the Windows 10 Minecraft beta. Oh yeah. So I've been tinkering around with that for a little bit. And uh, speaking w- about uh, Windows 10 also, uh, I was uh, uh, given a, a code from uh, Zero Viper for Windows 10. Much appreciated. Uh, it's going to come in very handy. i got to get my system upgraded because uh, it did not upgrade. One of my systems didn't. Huh. Ooh. Right. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. Zero Viper, and uh, that's about it for me. Cool. Fourteen ninety nine for Shadow Complex. Yep. Fifteen bucks. Still yes, worth sir. it. Still worth it, by the way. Still worth it, very much so. Cool. All right. Uh, well, I'll jump in real quick because mine's going to be quick. Uh, Rocket League, of course, on PC. A lot more Battlefield Four on PC. Um, I know somebody mentioned in the Facebook group. Uh, they play Battlefield 4. I want to play Battlefield 4 on the Xbox One. I will gladly play on the Xbox One. I don't have as many unlocks or whatever. It may take me a little bit to get used to it. Um, but I'll definitely play on there. And I even have Hardline as well. Um, Destiny and uh, NHL 15. Now, if anybody plays PC games and they want to play Battlefield 4 on PC, I'll play there as well if you want to. And and I play in a in a clan with a group. It's 80k gamers, so if you're interested in anything like that, but I'll play about anywhere. 
<laughs> so, big Battlefield fan. So, but uh, that's all I played. Hey, Bron, did you get an invite today from an Xbox Live? to participate in a Battlefield 4 community test environment on Xbox One? I got that... Actually, I had that last week, I think. What is it? I got that message today. I was just, I'm not going to do it, but what is it? Uh, so, CTE, it's called Battlefield. It's, yeah, community test environment, CTE. Uh, basically, it's where they put out uh, what they're going to push out, either in... Uh, patches or um like you'll see the some of the new maps and stuff that they're going to push out like to you know dlc and stuff like that it's the environment for people to go play it and test it so it's it's basically like a beta environment oh, okay so it's uh they've been doing that ever since like right after they really really messed up battlefield 4 um they went out afterwards after they started to fix it a little bit. They then they went to CTE and they got a lot more stuff done, and uh, I th I believe it's really helped them a lot. So uh, it's nice that they have it. They actually have a CTE for uh, Hardline on the PC, which I'm in, but nobody's on any of the servers there. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, that's what CTE is. All right, well, um, let's see, what did I play? I've played some, uh, if you guys are familiar with the Hasbro Family Game Channel or whatever it's called. Yep. The last two games that have, uh, were still waiting have been released. They were Scrabble and Boggle, so I actually bought both of those and played some of those. It's kind of fun. It's like lately I've been in kind of a funk, and I just have no desire to play anything, but it's like, like solitaire sudoku or boggle or scrabble it's like i can sit there and do that i don't know it's like anything else i just have no desire to play but, um i actually did finally go back and play some call of duty ghosts this week i finally finished the campaign um on the on the xbox one version i i couldn't believe how close i was all i had to do was like two missions that was it i was done um well, not like a couple years later and then i also dove into world of tanks and um, I gave that a shot on the Xbox One. I remember trying it one time on the 360, and I'm like, whatever, lame. So I saw Wrangler Actual, who you guys might remember as, I think he was Romulan117 back when he uh, was a guest on our show. So he was playing it. So I sent him over a party invite. And started talking to him because he was actually playing at the time. And I said, hey, I was going to give this a shot. And um, I, we, him and I, he actually kind of talked me through some of the things. And I actually had some fun with it. It was actually kind of a fun little game. So uh, I actually even played a, a little bit of it today um, just with randoms. And actually had a fun time. It's kind of a neat little game. I think there's a lot to it. Um, and it's... I, uh, the only hard time I have right now is, like, for some reason, I keep turning the wrong way. I get my tank mixed up. I'll, all of a sudden, I'm driving backwards, and I think I'm going forwards. And somehow, I've swung my turret around to the back of the tank, and then I'm pushing forward. And I'm, I'm like, going super slow because I'm really backing up, even though I think I'm going forward. But it's a fun little game, and it's free. I mean, if anybody's looking for something free to play, uh, World of Tanks is uh, pretty fun. So, But that's uh, that's what I've been playing. 
isn't that one of those games that you really have to start investing into it to get anywhere? I there is real world money you can purchase stuff. Right. I I haven't put any money into it. I I think you can get around it, but if you're going to not put the money into it, you're probably going to put a lot of time into the game. Yeah. Be able to get your to get the stuff you want to make your tanks better and stuff. So you can grind through the things then. Yeah, I, I don't know when I played on the PC how much fun that is when the people that spend the money have like better tanks than you do. And uh, you're running around, uh, you know, in, in like the lowest level tank. You know, you don't last as long. Um, but it all you depends. Don't... It all depends on what you do, what you would consider fun. I, I still had fun playing it. Um, I was playing a level one tank. So it went like, like Randy, the. Um... Uh, Wrangler, actually, he call he calls them the lawnmowers. <laughs> so I was actually in uh, this lawnmower, if you will, and I was on a team, and it got down to be um, me by myself against two enemies, and I could I could see where one was. He, one more shot, he was toast, right? And I had no idea where the second guy was. I had not I hadn't seen him spotted. I wasn't sure where he was, and. But I couldn't hit the one guy. I couldn't hit the tank. That I, but I could see that he had one just... If I could have just spit on him, he would have been dead. So instead of going after him, I'm like, I'm going to go over here and try to capture the base and see if I can actually win the game. I'm the only guy left on my team, and I'm in, I'm in the level one tank. And uh, I, I had that thing about halfway, because it's real slow when you're by yourself, to capture. But I had about halfway captured. All of a sudden, the alert thing went off. And I looked to my right, and there was the guy that had like just a sliver of health. And I and I was trying to turn my turret to him, and he started shooting at me. And just and, and of course, so I started to try to move to back up, and I had the whole I had I was aimed wrong, so I'm like I wanted to go forward, and I was backing up, so I was going really slow. And just as my turret come and swung on him, I blew up. Oh. And, I could have gotten one shot off on that guy, I would have had him. Or if I had not gotten my controls mixed up, which way is forward and backwards, I could have dodged his shot and got a shot off on him. And I don't know where the other guy was at. So there's a chance I could have pulled a win out of that. But it was like really exciting. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm trying to like move, tank, move. And, you know, even though I got destroyed, it was like, that was fun. That was because I'm just sitting down there like I know I'm a sitting duck. I'm at this block. <laughs> You know, someone they and there's I'm in the valley and I'm like if someone's got the sniper tank they can look down at you and I'm like I'm just I'm in a little tank I'm in a light tank I'm so I can't take much damage but uh, it was fun so good game enjoyable that's cool cool yeah having it be fun is that's the number one thing doesn't matter how much it costs true very true yeah all right okay so. I think that's it for what we've been playing. Yep. Yep. And I didn't change the icons. Um, so before we get to our topics and uh, Mark's talk, he wants to have a quick short discussion about what he missed last week when we talked Gamescom. Uh, he missed everything. Yes. Oh, but uh, I'll be there. Yeah. So uh, 
We have, uh, if you go to patreon.com, if everybody, anybody's familiar, you go there, you can sign up for like a monthly to be a patron of this Xbox Life. And uh, it's kind of like a monthly subscription to help out the show. That is patreon.com slash this Xbox Life. Or if you don't like to do, you're really not into the monthly thing, and you want to just send out a one-time donation or like, hey, here's a couple of dollars, uh, you can throw out a tip at... Um, twitchalerts.com slash donate slash this Xbox life and uh, nothing's expected but everything's appreciated so and now we're into round table so Mark I will let you like this week you kind of threw out all the topics I'm going to let you take it from here and uh, I'm going to sit back uh, and relax I'm going to lean back a little bit bring my mic to me alright it's all you I- <laughs> well, yeah, I was so upset that I couldn't be here last week, but I had a family thing I had to do for my kids, so, you know, that was more important. But what I wanted to, one thing, and I'm not going to go over anything from uh, Gamescom, you guys did an awesome job, kudos to you guys, you covered everything, you did a great job. One thing I wanted to ask was, when they talked about the Crackdown 3 multiplayer with the city, now, and I don't know, I can't, I don't think this was covered last week but the yes i know you Bron and rob you said that the game does have a new city that's correct yep campaign supposedly is in a new city what they also said was the multiplayer is a completely different city so we're getting two cities to play in and the multiplayer is 100 destructible now one thing i was wondering do you guys remember about Maybe six, eight months ago, we were talking about DX12 coming to the Xbox One, and we were watching, we were talking about this video that showed these buildings collapsing, and it was the difference between DX11 and DX12. I think so, yes. I think it was shown, I want to say it was shown at... It was last E3, wasn't it? Not... I don't think it was build because you were at build this year, right, Bron? Yeah, I was not at build. Actually, I got my build shirt on. <laughs> I think it was Game Developers Conference. The I think that's what it was. It might have been Game Developers Conference, but mm-hmm. uh, they they had a video and they were showing like like the frame rate. And it was like that the, the, it was a DX11, DX12 doing the identical thing, destructing these buildings, and it was talking about how. How many all of a sudden like the DX11 just froze up and the DX12 just kept going right. and it just kept going and it was and all of this stuff was going there was some number crunching in there. I will bet you, I'll bet you that was the test bed for Crackdown Three and wow. we didn't do it. Hmm. I'm true. like, when I saw that, I was like, dude, they were because we saw that and that was with DX12 and this game's gonna come out next year. We'll have DX12 on the Xbox by the end of this year when it gets upgraded to all the Windows 10. And I'm like, that has to be it. I'll bet you that was their little test, initial test bet. Yeah. Did you Did you happen to see, like, um, I think it was on IGN, they did a video showing, like, them destroying, and they kind of sat down with one of the developers. Ooh, no, I did okay. not see that. I'll have to send it, or maybe we can post it in the Facebook group. Um, but at a high level, just to give you a, what it is, is like they were going through and playing and showing stuff, and he cuts to this mode where he shows, I'm going to say the word, and you guys are going to bust me for it, different colors. <laughs> <laughs> different colors of uh, of buildings. 
and he and you know you, you would look around and you'd like and it was just like full scale like solid so these buildings over you know to your left were blue to the front of you were pink to the left of you were um yellow i mean and they're all different ones and he was saying each one of each different color of of these buildings are actually running on separate servers right so i i did hear that it was like i think that demo or like one multiplayer game is going to take like 11 servers well so and as they were going through they they brought up another icon thing in the left hand screen and it looked like a little cloud and it was a bar and that was the cloud uh cloud servers that xbox live always talks about and everybody's like oh yeah cloud servers blah 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 that's you know that's not going to do anything but they were showing as the game was as the buildings and stuff were falling like all the processing power that it was taking and Uh as they were doing it like they had like two cloud servers and the bar was full on the top one and the second one was filling up and as soon as it filled up a third server came down and started to fill up. And then a fourth one came down and started to fill up. They said they were destroying so many things. I think like I think he said the record was like 18 servers that wow. were spinning up and just picking up. So instead of lagging, it was just picking up and, and spinning up another server. I mean, if you guys are into tech and, and programming and stuff like that, it is definitely worth, I think it's like 12 minutes long. And he goes through that whole explanation. It is really cool. And and just to think about what's happening there and to think about what you would have if you didn't have the cloud-based processing. Like, yeah, you might might be able to do the whole server thing. I'm not 100% sure if you could or not. Um, but really, it would be all in your box to, to process all that. Yeah. So I mean, maybe if you if maybe if the Xbox had better RAM, like DDR5 or something, it might help, or like double the RAM and DDR5. Um, I mean, I know the PlayStation has better RAM uh, than what the Xbox has in it, but this cloud stuff may actually make up for that. I mean, it may not even be possible on anything else other than an Xbox One. And I, having, I just think that's neat. Having extra servers, yeah. that beats faster ram and better ram well yeah it does. I'm, I'm just saying like i don't know trumps for sure. it. i'd have to ask like you know we'd have to ask a developer like hey if you couldn't do this would this be possible you know or could you do this like let's say on the playstation or something like that i mean any answer maybe no and that's not a bad answer it's nothing on the playstation's fault i'm just saying tech wise and, and things like that it is so cool i mean that is that's neat that's some neat stuff. Definitely as a nerdy computer guy like myself. So, Well, that's going to be like, I mean, PSN basically. Xbox Live has always been the premier gaming service. And right. PS is now, I think, would say probably pretty much matched Xbox Live feature for feature. Mm-hmm. Um, from my understanding, I don't have PlayStation Plus. So if, if, if you're a PlayStation Plus member and it doesn't, don't hate me. Um, but from what I've heard from people who are on there, it, it's pretty much equal. So they've kind of caught up, and you know. But now this is like, okay, now we've got the cloud, and right. they've been talking about that. And now you're going to see it in action. And now also with the with DX12 coming, and I, I don't know why Microsoft is not talking about this more. Maybe they're just waiting for to see what the press does, or you know, letting letting their their actions speak louder than their words. But once once we have come November and everybody's got the Windows 10 uh, 
download on here and this becomes a Windows 10 box and we have DX12 on this box, oh my goodness, the whole 1080p thing goes right out the window. You know, you're not going to have that anymore. And you you might actually start seeing where the Xbox is going to be better. You know, and then plus, and even if it's just equal, if, it, if we match up now, plus the cloud and, and, and being able to spin up these servers, and if it works, that's the big thing. You know, I don't have a whole lot of faith on the Internet. Oh, we're just going to spin up another server. You know, if it works when you've got everybody playing it, you know, because you got to have enough of those. If you've got uh, 100,000 people playing online, multiplayer, how many, you know, how many servers are you going to be able to spin up at one time if you need them? So we'll see, but I'm really excited about that aspect of it, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really, it's really neat. <laughs> so. All right, so anyways, that was that's what I wanted to talk about. I'm so stoked for Crackdown 3 today. I cannot wait. That's that's one. If they put it on there to pre-order today, I'd probably just say, yeah, here's my money. I know it's not coming out for <laughs> two years, but you can have my money today. Take my money. Yeah, take it, please. Because mm-hmm. that's one difference. If you pre-order on the Xbox, they you pay in full right then and there. Yeah. So, no, stop listening. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, we're going to go into the next story here, and this I thought was real interesting because we've heard that the Microsoft uh, TV division, you know, they were shuttered, they were shut down. Um, so I I thought all these TV shows were canceled. Right. Well, it looks like the Steven Spielberg-produced Halo TV series is actually still alive and well, and this is the one that they were going to... It was going to be on Xbox, you know, live first, and they said then they shifted it over to Showtime, which really stinks because I don't have Showtime. I do. As a Halo and Xbox fan, I won't be able to watch it. Hey, um, there's a there's a app called Showtime app. I can uh, get you in there. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll be you'll be all right. All right. (laughs) So, but the the so it looks like. This series was first announced by Spielberg in 2013. Uh, then we heard shortly after the series would do the series would debut in the fall of 2015 alongside Halo 5. Uh, though Showtime's participation was never officially announced. Uh, since then, there's been there's been little movement on the series, and clearly it was not going to make that projected debut um, on the Halo Live action uh, action adaptation from uh, front the Halo Nightfall. We've seen that, but. Uh, let's see, they said today, this was August 11th, which was, what, yesterday? So, at the Television Critics Association press tour, um, Showtime was asked, Showtime President David Nevins, if he could give any update on Halo, and if it was even still uh, something Showtime was involved. Uh, he had a very quick answer, but one that did seem to indicate that there continues to be a very good chance of seeing the series down the line, as he simply answered, it's still in development, still in very active development. So I think that's kind of cool. I was kind of stoked to see. Um, I'd like to see another Halo TV show. I didn't care for the Night Nightfall. Um, I didn't care for that at all. I thought that was really poor. But Forward Unto Dawn is still like oh the, yeah the best good. best shows that you know. Period. I mean, it stands above some. In my opinion, stands above some actual feature films that are in the theaters. I mean, it was just done very well. And they had a really good thing. So, 
um, hope to see that. If it does run, I'll I'll be sure to uh, I'll be sure to talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I know they canceled and closed down their whole TV. Like they were going to get into the entertainment business or whatever, and it's kind of once that, once that was gone, it almost seemed like everything was gone. But because uh, they only produced two things, right? The soccer thing and then the Atari thing, right? Those were both part of. And the, the entertainment. I think, think the so. Quantum Break TV stuff was somehow I think tied into them as well. But okay. stuff is still going to happen. Ooh, that's did I? Is that a story I got? That okay? I got to talk to you guys about this real quick. That okay. that that's a good thing. I don't know if you guys uh, heard too, and I can't remember if you mentioned it. I don't. I don't think so. I think this was something I just read this week. The video movies. So the movie. In Quantum Break, you're playing as the main character, so right. I guess you're the good guys. And then the videos, once you've progressed or you completed a certain portion of the story, that you're going to see a video, a TV movie, so to speak, a TV episode. And I think they said there's going to be four of them. And it's like you're going to see the story from the enemy's side, from their point of view. And they were saying these episodes are going to be like 22 minutes long. So my concern is, you know, I sit down to play. I'm five minutes in or 10 minutes in. And all of a sudden I hit this cutscene, and I'm sitting there for 22 minutes watching TV. Yeah. Doesn't it remind you of like Metal Gear Solid, like MGS4? Well, I never played it, but I heard people saying that there were some huge long cutscenes. 45 minutes in some of them. You could skip or anything like that. And I don't know if we're going to be able to skip these, but what do you guys think about that? Um, having all of a sudden have to stop and sit and watch 22 minutes. They said these episodes were going to each be 22 minutes long. I, I don't, I don't mind it as much because I know it going in. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of one of those things like, you know, Hey, I know that I'm going to bump into this episode or this 22 minute episode. So, you know, I got a couple hours. I'm going to be able to, to do this and hopefully it's one of those things where if you stop you you know it's unlocked in a little area where you can go back and watch it okay that that looks like um that might be the case yeah. so yeah it's being reported to me that they unlock but they don't play until you play it so right. I, I that's the case that would be awesome because then i then i yeah oh yeah i'm gonna go watch go watch this you know but if i'm just playing and it's like no i don't want to take 22 minutes or a half hour to watch a tv show i want to play yeah so that's cool. Um, all right. So the next thing, I know we got some Diablo 3 gamers in, in here. Um, there has been an expansion hinted at by a job listing. So uh, I guess on the Blizzard career site, uh, there was a listing for an art director on an unannounced project. It requests potential candidates have a passion for games with a deep understanding of the Diablo franchise. So... Um, People are thinking that this could be an expansion for Diablo 3. Uh, heck, it could be Diablo 4. I would hope to see a full-on next game, personally, uh, instead of just an expansion of the current one. But Or maybe it's uh, an expansion for Hearthstone. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. They already announced, uh, that was the other thing, that uh, in Gamescom, it was... Uh, Let's see. Uh, 
news and every other Blizzard was in, uh, Blizzard titles announced at last week's GameCon in Cologne, making an update on the Diablo series notable by its absence. So new Hearthstone cards are revealed alongside new characters coming to unreleased shooter Overwatch, Heroes in the Heroes of the Storm, and the World of Warcraft expansion Legion. So this, you know, they already announced all that, and this one is saying you got to have a deep understanding on the Diablo franchise. So that's why it's getting its credence. So maybe... As you hear anything, I'll be sure to let you guys know. Yeah. Ron, would you rather have an expansion or Diablo 4? Um, I would say, well, if I say Diablo 4, I know it's not going to be for another three years. <laughs> That's true. So I'll I will take you know they they're probably you know making Diablo four, but I would definitely take an expansion. You know, usually you get like a couple, two or three expansions, I think, and and then go from there. So they've only done what one, right, so far? Yeah, yeah, um, yes, Reaper of Souls. So, but yeah, I. Diablo three is awesome. I mean, I, I'll definitely, I definitely want more Diablo three, and uh, you know, you never know if Diablo's still alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, all right, Rob. So, Rob, get your calculator out. Uh, do me a favor and take sixty dollars and okay. fifty four million. Divided by or multiplied by? by uh, 54 million. What number is that? <laughs> 3 billion. 3.2 billion. 3.2 billion dollars. So Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold 54 million copies. Now granted, they probably didn't sell everyone at $60. Some might have been on sale, but we'll just use $60, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a popular game. It probably hasn't gone on sale a whole lot. $3.2 billion is an unbelievable amount of money to make off a single title. That It just blows my mind. And the question that comes to my mind when I saw this, 54 million copies. What does that say about gamers? Playing GTA. There's a lot of them. Yeah. No, I mean, does that... It just kind of made me think, like... We're doing man, it in video games, so we don't do it in real life. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's true. <laughs> but I was like, man, there's a lot of people slapping their hose around and, you know, running over cops and, I don't know, whatever. Just, you know, it's just whatever else is going on. But I know it's not a good good game as a as morally or ethically a good game <laughs> might be fun good fun and all that type of stuff but 54 million i mean isn't that mind-boggling to you guys or is it just me oh that's a that's, that's a lot a i lot. mean what's call of duty as as any single call of duty hit that high i'd have to look that up yeah uh, i mean i know it's a lot and and the funny thing is is i i forget what podcast i think it might have been beyond I was listening to, and they were talking about they were talking about this actually, and then they said, you know, some person wrote in and said, who's a better 
in your mind, what would you prefer to have? Uh, Rockstar or they said Naughty Dog because obviously it's a PlayStation podcast. Now, Naughty Dog makes fantastic games. But they said, oh, no, I'd take Naughty Dog completely over, you know, Rockstar. Even though Rockstar is good, I'll take Naughty Dog because they do this and this. I'm just like, man, are you kidding me? Besides, you know, yes, GTA, but I'm thinking like Red Dead. I mean, that game was fantastic too. But somebody's like, I don't want another Red Dead or or GTA. And I'm just like, really? You don't want another Red Dead Redemption? That game was awesome. And I never even beat it yet. I'm waiting for backwards compatibility. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, it looks like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is the biggest Call of Duty. So between, let's see, so the Xbox 360 sold 14.5 million copies. The PlayStation 3 was 13 and a quarter million copies. So... 27. Was that 27? Yeah. 28 million copies. So... It, it's just over half. Yeah. Oof. I mean, you know what? Um, I don't know. Destiny is pretty huge. I could look that one up too. Oh, they're not at fifty-four million. But yeah, Destiny <laughs> only at five, six. They're under ten million. So yeah, yeah that's that's insane. That's crazy. It's the. It looks like Call of Duty is the largest franchise out there, unless. Unless I'm missing something, um, but yeah, and it's 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 almost doubled what the best-selling Call of Duty game has sold. Yeah, wow, that's insane. That's a lot of GTA. So, oh yeah, very. Good. I mean, that doesn't even include the money that they got from DLC, and you can buy money for that too, can't you? Like in-game money. I think so. Yeah, you can. I forget what they're actually, what they're called. There's something that you get that gives you in-game money. But yeah, because I know like when they would, whenever they would do their sales, they would still sell the game plus a couple of those, like which gives you like a million dollars or something like that in in the online mode. But they would sell it for sixty bucks instead of discounting the game down to thirty. They would just tack things into it and keep it at sixty. Because they know it's just like, oh, we'll give you a million dollars of in-game money. Because really, that that yeah, shark cards, shark cards. Thank you. Um, is they're called shark cards. So it's like really, they make it seem like they're giving you something, but they're really not giving you anything. <laughs> You're just giving them money. <laughs> so, but yeah, very cool. So the uh, future of the gaming world looks bleak. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bad people out there. <laughs> so I'm one of them. I bought the game on the 360. I I didn't play it much and didn't really care for it. But yeah, I have the I have it as well. So I'm part of that. So I'm I'm talking bad about me. I'm an evil person. This is my goodness. It's such a large amount of people playing. Probably the most uh, just corrupted, <laughs> vile game that's out there. <laughs> that's why I'm saying. What's it say about us? All right, it means we just like to like like Brun said. We're it's keeping us from doing it in real life, maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, I just uh, thought this was interesting. Um, it's been mentioned that uh, EA may be publishing some Xbox 360 games into the vault, to the yeah. EA vault for backwards compatibility. 
Yeah. So, um, I, I was trying to think outside of all just putting all their sports titles up. Nope. See, what like, if- to me, like, okay, I was thinking about this because, okay, you put up your latest, your old uh, 360, you put out your latest NCAA because there's no new NCAA game, right? Mm-hmm. You put out things like Burnout Paradise. Uh, Ooh. You can Ooh. Put- Burnout Paradise. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that. That to me, like, if there's any 360 game, I I want that one. <laughs> um, just because they haven't made a Burnout forever, because um, and they won't. Those yeah, guys want speed. Yeah, Criterion's doing Need for Speed. Um, of course, you have your needs for other Need for Speed games out there. Um, Mirror's Edge was another. You know, the real original Mirror's Edge. Um. So, oh yeah, all the all the dra- the entire Dragon Age series would be would be hopefully be out there because Dragon Age Inquisition it's it's out there now in the vault if you guys haven't noticed. So, could maybe put Mass Effect two and three out there then. Oh yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good as well. So. But yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot of games that I think they could they could put out there. I you know as far as their sports titles, I would say those are the things you don't have to put out there because we have all unless it's like a discontinued sports title. But we have everything else, so um, or we have like you know at least a the year old version. You know all the t- 2015 uh, versions of their sports titles are out there. So. But Battlefield, Bad Company, Bad Company Two, um, could be put out there. That'd be cool. So, yeah, I hope they do it. That'd be good. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you updated as we get uh, more details on that. So the last thing in this, I think, Rob and Brian, you might have thought, "What the heck is this story in here?" Yep, guilty. I have, I have a point. <laughs> oh. So I, I, I sent to Rob and Brun, I said, hey, we need to talk about this story about Wolf developer disbanding, unable to deliver Kickstarter rewards for a game so called Wolf Wolfie the Red Hood Diaries, right? So the whole point of this was not to talk about this developer going bust, but it was the fact that this was a Kickstarter project that failed, or I guess they put out... Uh, I think it's it was going to be uh, episodic, so they put out the first episode of the game and then went bust. So the people that backed the Kickstarter are not even able to get their rewards, and it's just done and over. It's gone. They're not going to get that stuff. So I was kind of wondering. I, I've been kind of waiting for this to happen. I've been waiting for a developer that says, "Oh, buy the season pass before the game even comes out," which I've done, and then. The game doesn't sell, so I'm waiting for them to say, oh, we're not doing DLC. And then are you going to get your season pass money back? Uh, This kind of falls into that same category. So I'm curious, do you guys think, are you surprised it took this long for something like this to happen? Or do you think it has happened, we just haven't heard about it? Um, And does it impact, would it impact you guys on doing Kickstarters if you were one of these people? So I I know, Braun, you've done some Kickstarters. I, I think, Rob, you have too, right, for like board games and stuff? Yeah, I've done a whole bunch of them, and even in the board game space, there's starting to be, uh, you know, a couple of incidences where the companies are 
going under and such. In fact, there was uh, a game, I don't know, that maybe two months ago actually had some FTC intervention, and uh, they're kind of using that as a precedent, I think, for other cases of where people are just going away with the money. And people just have to understand that Kickstarter is not a pre-order system. Right. You are investing in something that may or may not happen. Right. Yeah, and I know that I know that going in, but that's the you know, when I, I kickstarted the Universum, that's a little god world game type thing if you want to think of it that way it's still it's still in development i get updates for them they're uh, they're behind schedule uh but to me i'm just like you know i knew is like well i could or could not get this but i don't jump into like those massive high tier amounts that promise all those awards because i know like well i just want the game i'm going to give you what i need to get to get the game you show me some results and then i'll think about pitching in a little more here or there and some people some people do that but you know you got star citizen right that that one's massive you know that started as a kickstarter and, yeah. but you're buying 500 600 ships right well some people are playing star citizen i guess you can get it if you pre if you kickstart it you can play it but it's just like when's the, they, they keep adding to it and i'm like when's this game ever going to get finished to me, it's just like it's never ending. It's never going to finish. Where you can turn around and play Elite Dangerous right now, which is somewhat similar to to Star Citizen, not as a Star Citizen's more features and everything. But that's the thing is they keep scope creeping themselves, and they're never. It seems like to me like they're never going to get to the end. But yeah, it's just like you know I knew that I may or may not get the game, but to me it's like you know what I'm gonna. These guys look like they're trying to do something cool, so I'm going to give them 20 bucks. And if I get a game out of it, I get a game out of it. So, I just wonder if if any of these people are taking advantage of the popularity of Kickstarter, saying they're going to do something, and then they just run off with the money. But some, uh, you, they do get, they can't do that. That's against what Kickstarter will go after them. For, for doing something like that as far as like... No, there's no guarantees. Well, there isn't a guarantee, but you can't do something and just run off with the money on it. There there are some checks <laughs> and balances. There's checks and balances, I guess, but... Well, you, you can't... Shoot, None. You can't shoot your firearm in a theater either, so I guess that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> Not trying to make light of it, but I'm trying to think of a way to say it doesn't matter what you can't do. People do it anyways. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the one that the FTC actually intervened. It was act- so this was a game from maybe about two years ago called The Doom that came to Atlantic City. And it wasn't anything spectacular, but I think they got something like 100000 Um I could be totally wrong on that. I, I don't recall exactly, but it's somewhere around there. So they got 100000 and then they found that um, the guy that was publishing it was using the money for other things and then it wasn't going to come out. And, and I mean, there was nothing that happened. Actually, there's a, a company called Cryptozoic that then took the game on almost like as a PR um, thing. And they actually produced the game and they sent it to the backers. But the original person that did it, uh, they, they got away 
with all that money. And then just this year, that's when the FTC stepped in and they went after him. But normally, Kickstarter, Kickstarter is there just as a broker. They kind of screen the ideas to make sure that they're at least sort of sound. Right. Well, uh, there was that guy that did the potato salad thing. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you guys heard about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Like fifty grand collected yeah. and the guy's just gonna make potato salad. Yeah. And people backed it. But anyway, so they they at least check it to some degree, but then after that, they're just in there to get their ten percent or whatever their their fee is. Right. And then you should start a Kickstarter. So yeah. If we get enough money, we'll record a show next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rob will play Shadow Complex. <laughs> I'm gonna play a video game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah. So like, yeah. I've I've kickstarted the universe. I'm gonna kickstarted Game Tracker iPhone, which okay. was uh, Chalk One Ola. Mark and I are familiar with Ola. That's the only thing I've ever kickstarted. Yeah, it was his iPhone app, and he produced it. And it's actually it's it's really nice. It's it's pretty neat. So, but yeah, that's the only thing I've kickstarted because you know I haven't really found much more that I really want at this time yeah well hopefully uh it's kind of, hopefully the people that did get it i i hate to see them but you're right i hate to see these people lose out but again it is an investment you're you're supposed to know going into it that you could give them all your money and never get anything out of it so yeah and that's why i typically don't do it you know i, I yeah, don't put your rent check into it <laughs> i don't want to why am i going to give you something that, oh well, we're going to start building this it's I know, I get why it's a kind of cool idea because some games will get made that never will have a shot. But so it's just kind of sad to see something like this. It makes me wonder if there's some something uh, a little shady about it, you know. So maybe they can say, "Well, we did what we said we we're going to do." But yeah, yeah. I'll put the money, maybe. I, and I'm not saying these guys did. Maybe they actually did go broke. But um, yeah, I, I I actually did star and favorite some things called the fame and the. Flame in the Flood, uh, Human Resources, which is the same guys who did uh, Planetary Annihilation. That one I really, really wanted. Um, Wait, what is it? was it called? Human Resources. No, what was the game called? But that was the Human Resources. No, the other one. Uh, planetary. It starts with a Planetary Annihilation. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You the, should tell. Flame in the flood too. Well, right? the f- yeah, these are I was rattling them all off, but like Road Road Redemption is like Road Rash from uh, Sega, and it's on Steam now. Sega, you, you can get that one. So I have to go back and look at them to see if some because some of them actually ended. Like I watch them, I kind of watch them when they get close to the end, and then when they get close to the end, if they've made their goal or whatever, then I'll I'll put into it. Human Resources got canceled, and I was really bummed about that. Um, but yeah, how's that Kickstarter for Sonic on Xbox One that you uh, put into? I, you know, I, I think they were going for like sixty million dollars to what? finish it, and uh, the lowest tier was five dollars, and currently they're at five dollars. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's uh, it's got ten years left on the. Uh... <laughs> it's a joke, Rob. It's a joke. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah. 
That's it, guys. That's all for the roundtable, unless you guys had anything else. No, I had I had nope. something on top of my head, but I forgot it. All right. So, Rob? No, I'm good. No? Rob is good, everybody. He is talking yep, yep. today. Everybody's loving that's, it. That's right. So uh, to look like you're in the community because you are a part of the community, you can go to cafepress.com slash thisxboxlife and uh, pick up some um, logoed gear, I guess if you want to say it that way. So it's uh, cafepress.com slash thisxboxlife. And that's uh, straight out of this Xbox Life and put that on a shirt and sell it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Walk around with a guy no. shooting a gun on my shirt. <laughs> no, 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 just not. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I meant just that logo, that, but you probably can't. That's the. I'm sure it's protected. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. I don't think you can do that. that but, so. uh, all right. Um, so, uh, uh, as a part of the community, you can go. Uh, you can send us voicemails, and you can send us emails. Um, to send a voicemail, go to thisxboxlife.com. Click on the uh, right-hand side where it says send voicemail. Follow the prompts and send that, uh, and we'll do it on the show. Or you can send an email to contact at this Xbox Life, like Mr. SithLord66. And uh, Rob, do you want to rattle sure. off his email? All right. So SithLord66 writes in, Hey, guys, I was going to download my free upgrade to Windows 10 until I heard and researched a few things about it. This is some pretty scary stuff, so here we go. Put on those tinfoil hats. I had seen seen that Windows 10 has key loggers and can access personal and hidden files. If I'm not mistaken, also deleted ones in which Windows 10 can share with law enforcement. Now, I do not break the law, but it's every American's right to privacy. Help talk me down the ledge. Thanks. Come off the ledge. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, if if the NSA wants something, they're going to get it no matter what. Yeah, you probably need to be more concerned about what you're saying, doing, texting, emailing, surfing on your cell phone than you need to be worried about your probably actual home computer. Yeah. The cell phones is what I think they're more tied into. But yeah, and so I don't want to go off on a rant or a tangent or anything. Um, but, but it's every American's right to privacy. I do believe that. And Americans, though. What's that? Only Americans. Only only those from North America. Every, every human has a right to privacy right. in my mind. Oh. But I will say, here in America... Because of his email, yeah. he said, Americans yeah. right. Like, no one else has a right to privacy. Yeah. So... A couple things, and and this isn't my words. I actually heard this, and I actually agree agree with it. Is you can't complain about your privacy here in America for a couple things. If you have a Facebook account, can't talk about privacy for one because most of us are uploading or talking about every single thing we do, so it's not private; it's out there. And then the other thing is, is if if people we're concerned about privacy and are all for privacy, then I would say people that are being, uh, their uh, conversations are being recorded and then given to like a TMZ 
and things like that. And then it hits the news and then every news station plays it, even though the person was recorded and didn't know about it. And then their livelihood is completely destroyed. I would say then as a whole, as America, and we all fed into it and we all listened to it and we all agree like this guy should, you know, this person, male or female, should lose their job, should lose their livelihood. Then at that point we're saying no, nobody has any privacy and you shouldn't be allowed to have it. So that's kind of one of my things because I do believe that everybody should have the right to privacy. Um, but when... If if somebody recorded my conversation with my wife over the phone and then sent it to NBC and they put it on the news and then all of a sudden I have to go into hiding because of something stupid I said or, you know, if I would say anything stupid. Um, the thing is, is at that point is everybody who's talking about it or, or, or yelling at me or anything like that those people there as a society just don't believe in the privacy and they don't believe in the first amendment. So it's a little crazy thing, but yeah. So I saw, I saw a very interesting, just one more thing, uh, a very interesting thing. Uh, I'll have to find it, but it's a video of this, these group of guys. They did a article, I guess if you want to say it, but it was a video. They went to university of Michigan and they talked to students there because the University of Michigan's trying to put in some, like, gentle, be nice, you know, don't say these things, like crazy or insane or anything like that, because they're degrading and, and this and that. And they went around and just kind of asked, like, you know, what do you believe you should be able to say this? And everybody's like, no, you shouldn't say that. No, you shouldn't be able to say that. And it was all just like, do you believe in the First Amendment? And they're like... Well, I guess I do. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, but yeah, it goes into a lot of things like that. And the, pre the people actually really made a good a good point. But yeah, sorry to go off on a tangent. Way to go, Sith Lord 66. You got me going crazy. Sith Lord, you need to be more worried about the, uh, I'd say be more worried about those drones too. Did, did Brun, did you hear the story about, I guess there were some guys... This guy's daughter was in his in, in oh, yeah. backyard. Yeah, he shot it. <laughs> Hitting, you know, out by the pool, and some guys were flying a drone, hovering over their backyard with a camera, video camera, or I think it was a video camera, like taking pictures of her. And the dad came out and blew it away with a shotgun. Yeah, and like he's the one that's being getting in trouble for it. And I'm like, I'm all back in this dad. I'll be doing the same thing, man. I'm like, you're not gonna video yeah. and my daughter, like you know, it's, yeah. And it's like. They just have no right. So yeah, there's we gotta have a we have to have some privacy. Period. Yeah, I mean, and, if they were going over a fence, or if the uh, I didn't read it, I heard about it. If if they were going and looking over a fence, or, or like a privacy fence or something like that, because obviously you don't own the air above your property, um, or like your airspace or something like that. I don't think you do. But uh, I really wouldn't shoot it out of the air because you know those things have like a two mile range on it. I'd wait to go back where it find where it's at, and then find out who's flying it, and then they would have to deal with me. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but uh, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just you know, it's it's. I think that the dad. I still yeah. I think he was in his right to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, he don't own the airspace, but those people don't have the right to come in and video 
somebody but like true. That. Uh, yeah, that's I, a, that girl's privacy. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't care that he did that, and I don't think he should be in trouble for it. And for everybody, because you know we are a show, we're all parents and, and things like that. Don't be, don't come between a parent and their child. And if if you don't have children yet, or if you're a person who's young, and, and you will understand when it happens. And and definitely don't come between a father and a, and his daughter because that's that's you, you're just talking, you know, you're in for some pain at that point. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, yeah, I mean, back to this question, you know, you can come off the ledge. Everything now is connected. It's. You know, you, you're not hiding anything, even on Windows 8, Windows 7, Windows XP. Uh, you know, they can get what they want. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you're truly worried, then you better not be on Facebook and Twitter and mm-hmm. any other social media. You shouldn't be using them because, yeah. you know, you're already sharing everything. And I don't know if Sith Lord uses those things. But, you know, I, I'm, I get so fed up with these people that, like, you know... Uh, we're complaining like the Xbox One. Oh, it's always on. Yet they're, you know, they're Facebooking, Twittering everything they do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what what is what is your Xbox online 24-7 going to do? It's not giving out anything. You're giving everything up. Right. Right. Oh, so it's yeah. just, you know, yeah, everything's connected nowadays. So just you got to go into everything knowing you don't have any privacy. I mean, that's just probably the safest way to. Do what you can to protect it, but yeah. <laughs> I love I love the people. It's like, yeah, Xbox is always on. You always have to have an internet connection. Who always has an inter- connect- internet connection? As I'm typing this on the internet, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously you do. So be quiet. <laughs> See, wasn't, wasn't back when the back when that was a big thing. Back when we were getting off dial up, and you know, you were getting off the even like original DSL. You had to like connect to it. Oh yeah, dial up. Internet was huge. Uh-huh. It's like this is so awesome. You turn your computer on and you're just on the internet. Right. So it's been around forever. Yeah. You've been connected to the internet. Anybody can get your crap. You know, do what you want. Try. I mean, secure it the best you can. You know, I work for a security company for a computer security company. It doesn't matter what you have on there. Someone wants the stuff. They're going to get around it. It's yeah. just nature of yeah. IT. And plus, so, Windows you, 10 is awesome. So d- don't miss out like go go upgrade to Windows 10 you'll be fine. Yeah, and I, I can comment on some oh, of the stuff that he brought up. Rip it out and do a full rebuild. Don't upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so upgrading sucks. What uh, Sith Lord mentioned in particular with the keylogger for example, that was something that was part of the insider program where Microsoft was basically doing beta software over the past year, maybe a little bit more. You could become an Windows Insider and get an early release of Windows 10 to essentially test. As part of testing in your in your EULA and, and such that you agreed to when you install it, you're giving them information that they can then use to develop the software because part of being a beta tester is to provide feedback. And they collected feedback automatically based on key loggers and such. So there was one in there. And that was specific to the insider program, the beta program. The final version is not supposed to have those things because they don't need to collect all that telemetry anymore. To talk about the the other thing where they can access the files and such, from what I understand, what actually... See, a lot of this stuff was basically just taken by various sites on the internet and 
kind of blown out of proportion is the best way to put it. I think the, you know, accessing your files, that's in relation to things that you upload to the cloud. If you send Microsoft your files on, you know, OneDrive, SkyDrive, whatever it's called, they're going to have your files. But that's a convenience to you. For all of these things, you give up by, if you have your computer and it's not connected to the internet, it's not connected to a network, it's a standalone machine, you're probably pretty secure. All your data is on there. No problem. As soon as you start using services that benefit you to some degree, that make your life easier, like cloud storage or uh, like using uh, Cortana, Cortana, in order to help you, has to know what you're doing. It needs access to your system, to your files, let's say to your email and such. Then it can help you. Yeah, your search habits. That's how Cortana learns to be useful to you. Otherwise, it's just, you know, just like a, a search index or something like that. Or it's a way to f- pull up files by typing their names. So you're giving up part of your privacy to some degree in order to get this cool stuff. So well, what- do you need to give it up? No. But a lot of people do and willingly. Yeah, so well, you access but, your files because it, it, it has what the OneDrive integrated, right? For backing up all your stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a feature that people use all the time with, you know, people were paying for services to back up their data up to a cloud. Right. So their their hard drive ever crashed, everything was recoverable. Mm-hmm. You know, Windows now just built it in with OneDrive. So it's yeah. It's you gotta you're gonna give up some of your privacies. To have all those types of things, but the, the thing is, is like be aware. I mean, it's not. It's good to be aware and letting you to make the decision. Like, okay, I'm willing to allow this, allow this. Like, I'm not going to allow this. You know, certain things. Like, there's certain things that you don't want to allow. Like, definitely here in the states. Like, you know, I don't want to let somebody know what type of am- ammunition I'm buying and how often, because then they know what type of guns I have, how many guns I have, and then they know where to come and find me because that's, you know, not good. You know, if a government knows where to find all the guns, then obviously, you know, they can come and try to take them and stuff like that. But then you're getting into a whole other situation at that point. Yeah. You know, to go back to what we were saying a little bit ago, like the whole thing, like the Xbox One is connected and connect is always spying on you. People were freaking out about all that stuff, yet, like I, I think when you mentioned it, they're posting everything on Facebook. There or oh, what was that one where you check into places? Oh, it Foursquare. turned into yeah, Foursquare. Yeah, like Foursquare. I mean, I even did it for a little while, and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, I'm telling everybody where I am, and they can come find me. <laughs> there was a security guy on the news. This morning? I think I saw it this morning. I can't remember if it was last night or this morning, but he was talking about the top the top ten flashlight apps in the Android marketplace. Every one of them, so the top ten by the most popular, top ten downloaded free flashlight apps in the Android marketplace are all malware. 
and they're all spying on you and they're all collecting your data and it and it'll tell you this is what we're going to gather from you and people just hit yes yeah they don't even look free flashlight app all and he's like why why if all it has to do is turn on your 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 light why is it five meg download He's like, it should be like 120K or something like that. He's like, you know, it's really tiny, you know. And he's like, if it's, if it's megs, that don't download it because it yeah. is. An easy, and, they, and this is a, I don't know which security company I was, you know, that he represented. I don't recall. But um, uh, I missed when he was first on, but I was kind of catching it uh, half the conversation. But I was like, man, that's kind of interesting. And, and the same is, I'm sure, exact same thing for the iPhone store. And so he wasn't targeting Android. He was just trying to tell people, you know, all these free apps and free things you download on your phones and your iPad or your tablets and your computers, you know, you should read that stuff. Don't ignore it. Know what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And Windows 10 is now, you know, run by apps as well. Um, you know, so when you try to launch something, you know, like Xbox, the Xbox app says, hey, I want to get this data from you. Do you allow me to access this data? And if you don't, then the app doesn't work. But, yeah. you know, so make sure you know what it's doing. But, yeah, we've run that. And, around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, and I, I was just going to say, I, I'm not saying this just because of, you know, us being sort of like a Microsoft connected loosely podcast since we talk about the xbox and such but as as far as things go and companies go you know a lot of people knock microsoft and you know they do have the potential of getting a lot of information just because of the presence that they have i mean they create the operating system on your computer or on a lot of people's computers but there's a lot worse companies out there than Microsoft. And I think Microsoft is, for the most part, pretty upfront with everything that they do. You know what I'm saying? They're not like... Uh, they, they do correct. They do patch the holes when they're found. I mean, we have Patch Tuesday. Every month you're getting updates to your OSs to fix any kind of security issues. So... You know, yeah, they they do try to take care of their customers and their product, and well, uh, you know, not even just that, but you know, they they're not creating something like Microsoft's Office in order to collect all the business information in the world. You know, they're creating a product. They're creating a product and or a service. Not, uh, I'll I'll say Google for example. They created Gmail so they could give you ads. By, you know, sifting through all of your email, you know, that's, that's a different, that's a totally different, uh, reason to, to do something. And Microsoft, uh, again, is, is pretty transparent and they're nowhere near as bad as a lot of other companies out there. Yeah, I think. So I wouldn't worry about it. I would say you're Windows. probably having your, your emails read if you're using Google, Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo mail, whatever, any free email, which all of us are using free email yep. of anybody that pays for email, you know, it's all free. So yeah, yeah, they're reading everything. Their computers are scanning everything you do. So there's no privacy at all. So yeah. And the thing is at, even upgrade to windows 10 and, and you'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to add what you were saying there about the email. Even if you do pay, like, let's say, let's say, 
Mark, if you paid for email because you didn't want your stuff read, as soon as you send it to me, as soon as you send me your email, it'll be read. So you, you can't escape it. As soon as it hits my Gmail, I'll get my ad. So yeah, yeah, Sith Lord, I wouldn't worry about it. Just grab Windows 10, enjoy it, and uh, it's actually a really nice OS. You'll like it. Yeah, take off your tinfoil hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my tablet. I've got it on. I've upgraded the kids in my PCs, and I'm going to do the wipes probably this weekend. So I also actually bit the bullet and I bought um, Office 365. I went ahead and bought a subscription. I hate to do that, but I'm like yeah. four machines that really need, and I've been wanting office on my surface. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I've got four machines that really do could benefit from having office. And when you buy a subscription, you can put it on five machines and you get all the updates, cool. new version. So if they get a new version the next year, you get it. So yeah, yeah, actually if you, if you price it out and you don't do the five machines and you just do a single license, which I think is like $69 a year or something like that. You get a terabyte or two terabytes of cloud storage, which is actually cheaper than Dropbox. So if you work on all Windows machines at that point, then you know it's a it's a great buy. So you need it in multiple family, you know, on multiple machines in your house. Yeah, it's only ninety nine then. So uh, and you can put it on five devices. So I've been avoiding it for a long time. I bit the bullet this week and did it. So <laughs> cool. Install was quick. I couldn't believe how fast it installed. Oh, yeah. The internet. I'm like, dude, I can't install Office this fast off a disk. Yeah. I, I was shocked. It yeah. was like a matter of like two minutes, and the, thing, the whole suite was installed. And it just puts it all out there. So I was like, wow. But anyways, we are way off track of video gaming today. Yeah, yeah. We need to go. I've been dropping some frames, by the way. So yeah. <laughs> let's uh, f- oh, and finish this up. D- yeah, talking about quick installs, even Windows 10 just installs super fast. Oh, it's yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, it almost seems like it takes like 15, 20 minutes oh, tops. Yeah, that's yeah. mine was fast it's... like that. Nice. <laughs> well, not when you have to install 7, then 8. Your experience may vary. Your experience and, and may I, vary. Uh, Windows 8, and I had to upgrade to Windows 10. <laughs> Piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, your experience may vary. Don't upgrade it. Just do fresh, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But isn't it once you upgrade that hard way? then you're good to do a fresh install with yeah. 10, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I did. I went, I just launched that. Well, anyways, we're way off track, but yeah. I did that skip the line thing and they've got, you can go out to the website and click on the, the thing and it basically downloads windows 10 for you. Right. But you had, didn't you have to install seven, then upgrade to eight, then upgrade to 10? Yes. Yeah, but that was just to upgrade your key. But now from that point on, on that machine, you can do straight time. I don't have an image or anything to go. I don't have a disk or anything. It was all done online. So right. you know, if I if I crash and burn again, I would have to probably go the same route. Seven. Eight. No, you can go straight to 10. I wouldn't even know how to get at that image, though. But anyways. Yeah, you, yeah download an ISO. But anyway, okay. Yep. <laughs> Let's, uh, right. Retail releases? Nope. Uh, first, we gotta say that you can follow us on. Oh no, my stuff stopped responding. Oh, there we go. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twittercom Life. You can hit Facebook, uh, facebookcom Life. And now it is time for the uh, for the new releases. All right, for Xbox One coming up, 
We have The Bridge coming out on the 14th. That is Friday. Also on Friday is Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. I always, whenever I see that title, Super Mega, I always think of Super Happy Cat for some reason. Anyway. Uh, then uh, we also have Zombie or Zombie. I think it's Zombie with an I at the end. Uh, that's coming out on the 18th, which is, is uh, that's Tuesday next week. Yep. Uh, on the 360, we have nothing. And, uh, um, yeah, so that's about it for the retail releases. If you'd like to pick up some uh, accessories for your Xboxes or accessories for your life, uh, anything that you want, I guess, um, make sure to use our Amazon affiliate link. Just go to this, this Xbox life.com and click on the Amazon, uh, link on the right hand side. That'll take you to Amazon where you can purchase whatever you want. And uh, the show will get a teeny tiny itty bitty teensy weensy portion of the sale for directing you to Amazon. Kind of like a little finder's fee does not cost you anything extra, but it just uh, helps out your favorite podcast. And then make sure to do that each and every time that you do shopping at Amazon because it's only good for 24 hours or until the uh, affiliate link is replaced by somebody else's affiliate link. So make sure to use it each and every time. Then, uh, if you're on iTunes for your podcasting pleasure, listening, etc., uh, make sure to rate us uh, five stars, and uh, that helps us get noticed on the iTunes store and helps us get featured, move up in the ranks, and that good stuff. So, uh, you know, please do that if you are part of the iTunes crowd. And I believe that's it for episode 354, right, guys? Yes, I think you're correct. Yep, that is yeah. correct. So we will see everybody next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, with that, I'm Brian BJ Swick 33 I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And I'm Market Gaming Man 709 taking on. Have a good one. <laughs>